Welcome back to Chew the Bible with your good friend A.A. Ron. We are closing out Song of Songs, chapter 7 and 8. It's a beautiful day out here. Beautiful day, beautiful day. It's uh, May 29th, 2022. Wow, I just saw there's a light. Let's see here, it's... Did it say 70, 78 degrees right now? And there's a light chance of rain this evening. Let's see your weather. KC. 83 degrees right now. Oh, maybe I risk misread that. The chance of rain is actually on Tuesday. Anyway. I don't have my other devices with me. My whole setup like I do back at the house. Apartment, whatever. So y'all just get to enjoy my lovely voice. No no music to uh, draw you in. (laughs) Lo siento. No more R&B music. Just get to hear the sound of the trees and the wind blowing and the geese squawking. Here we go. Man, I don't know what it is. I'm so, so tired, man. Like, I could literally go home right now and just go to sleep. I need to go get some food. I really would like to go do some Uber tonight. But I'll most likely at least take a nap before I do that. So. Here we go. Song of Songs. How beautiful. This is the man talking. Solomon talking. How beautiful are your sandal feet, princess? The curves of your thighs are like jewelry, the handiwork of a master. Your navel is a rounded bowl and never lacks mixed wine. Your belly is a mound of wheat surrounded by lilies. Your breasts are like two fawns, twins or of a gazelle. Your neck is like a tower of ivory. Your eyes like pools in Heshbon by Bath Rabum's gate. I don't know nothing about this bath Raven's gate, but I'm sure it's pretty cool. Your nose is like the Tower of Lebanon looking toward Damascus. Your head crowns you like Mount Carmel, the hair of your head like purple cloth. A king could be held captive in your tress in your tresses. How beautiful you are and how pleasant my love with such delights. I'm going to turn my page. Your stature is like a palm tree. Your breasts are clusters of fruit. Verse 8, I said, I will climb the palm tree and take hold of its fruit. May your breasts be like clusters of grapes and the fragrance of your breath like apricots. Your mouth is like fine wine.
I'm trying to be careful what I say here. But the image of somebody's breast looking like a cluster of grapes. Does anybody else find that kind of strange? I don't know. He could have said coconuts. I guess where he lived, there were no coconuts. He could have said melons, you know, honeydew. There's a lot other, a lot more fruits and in the fruit in the fruit family that he could have used here to describe old girl's bosoms. But anyway, all right, before I get in trouble or say anything too crazy <laughs> and lose the few listeners I have remaining for this podcast, let's keep going. I want to grieve the Holy Spirit because I could say some more. May your breast be like clusters of grapes and the fragrance of your breath like apricots. Your mouth is like fine wine. Or your palate is like fine wine. All right, now the woman's going to talk. Flowing smoothly for my love, gliding past my lips and teeth. I am my love's and his desire is for me. Come, my love, let's go to the field. Let's spend the night among the henna blossoms or the villages. Let's go early to the vineyards. Let's see if the vine has budded, if the blossom has opened, if the pomegranates are in bloom. There I will give you my caresses. The mandrakes give off a fragrance, and at our doors is every delicacy, both new and old. I have treasured them up for you, for you my love. I have treasured them up for you, my love. This passage should make husbands ask, do I affirm my wife? Let your bride know she's your treasure. In a world in which promiscuity is rampant, our culture needs to be reminded that monogamy is holy, beautiful, and exciting. I'll say it again. I'm going to say both those notes again. They're really good. And this goes both ways. Wives is good to affirm your husbands. And husbands is good to affirm your wives. This passage should make husbands ask, do I affirm my wife? Let your bride know she's your treasure. In a world in which promiscuity is rampant, or sleeping around with people who are not our spouses, our culture needs to be reminded that monogamy is holy, beautiful, and exciting. Because our world, there's messages all the time on TV and in movies that show that monogamy is the boring life. It's like part of our, right now, the whole big word is polyamory and basically a glorified way of saying polygamy um it glamorizes that or just you know glamorizes having a guy i never forget yeah when i was younger a big movie that i watched was um i think it was how to be a player that was a pretty pretty popular movie and it glorified and glamorizes dude just or what is the movie boomerang glorified and glamorized these guys sleeping around with as many women as they could 
uh, and just never being satisfied. They were fine. Like, even like, yeah, in Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld was glamorized. He never could s- settle down. He always found like something wrong with every single woman he ever dated. You just find this one thing to nitpick. Whether she had big hands, hairy hands, whatever. You find these little things to like nitpick. And so, anyway, once again, marriage monogamy with between one man and one woman is holy or it's part of god perfect his perfect design it's beautiful and it's exciting and uh i'm just gonna pray lord lord i just thank you for this word i know that we live in a generation where marriage is seen as boring or seen as seems as hopeless or hard and a lot of our generation is afraid of marriage because of what we saw our parents go through or what we might have experienced in our first marriages I pray for those that are divorced or separated or I pray that they have hope for marriage, God, and know that you, are, you God, still are in the business of matching people together and, and empowering them to have a blessed and a holy matrimony. For what you, God, put together, no man could put us under, no man could divide or separate. Thank you, Lord, ultimately that we're married to you. And that marriage trumps all other marriages. That's the most important marriage that we can ever have is being monogamous and um, married to you, unified to you. We thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for all that you've done, all that you continue to do. We thank you for this beautiful, amazing day. Let's pray as people go out and do their activities for the weekend and prepare for, yeah, Memorial Day, Lord, that they would just sense your presence lord sense your peace and sense your joy in jesus my name i pray amen all right y'all we're gonna do song of songs chapter eight and then i'm gonna figure out what i'm gonna do for dinner or dinner whatever this is gonna be so anyway i love y'all thanks for listening and i'll talk to you later romans three twenty three says for all have sinned or missed the mark, or veered off the path, and fallen short of the glory of God, or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death, or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us, or showed his love toward us, in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you've never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.
Man. Lord Jesus, give me water. I know Jesus gave me water. Jesus gave me water. And it was not from the well. Singing Jesus gave me water.